Broadcasting live from State Street and the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station. Well, there's an old adage, Yurko. The NFL is a war of attrition. About a month ago, the Bears were a relatively healthy football team. As we uh, are about to enter December, they are anything but that, and a team that desperately needs to get to its bye. That'll happen a week from Sunday. Late bye this year for the Bears. Late bye indeed, and boy, oh boy, do they need it. Welcome in, everybody. It's Carmen and York. We're live in the old National Bank State Street studio. Hope you're having a great hump day. Courtney Cronin in 30 with a full update from Hallisall. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie. A little bit later today at 2 o'clock, a couple hours from now. New crosstalk on Hinged going up soon on the ESPN Chicago app, so check that out. We just finished recording with the boys a little while ago. Justin Fields will be limited in practice today. Maybe do some very light work. He is still considered to be day-to-day. We're all day-to-day. Day-to-day. When it's all said and done, Yurko. Mm -hmm. Trevor Simeon will not be practicing. So Fields and Peterman, I guess... Taking most of the snaps, although Iberflus wouldn't go into too much detail. We know that Eddie Jackson is done for the year. We know that Darnell Mooney is done for the year. And we learned today that Brisker and Gordon are still in concussion protocol. So they're the walking wounded right now. Mm. And Trevor Simeon won't practice after tweaking that oblique, but still playing the game Sunday and, in the Meadowlands. And now you're a team that is on the outside looking in. They're not going to the playoffs, playing mm. another losing team. Mm. And what are, are not going to be balmy conditions up on the lakefront this weekend? How cold is it going to be, Eric? Well, I think it's going to be 32, 34. No, that's not so bad. 36. I know we're popping back up to a 51 one of those days. What? Really? Yeah. One day we're going to pop back up to a 51. Um, but, Friday, good call. Yeah. I saw a high of 40 for Sunday. Sunday looks like 40. 40 yeah. Yeah. Still not balmy. I mean, we no. wouldn't consider it Florida weather by I'll, any stretch. I'll take it, though. I'll oh, boy, it. if I had a concussion, I think my concussion symptoms would last for a little while. On a team going nowhere? Really? Yeah. Mm, I'm still seeing spots. I still get a headache and, a, and when the lights are on. Ah, they're young guys. They want to play, don't they? When you're like a crafty veteran of five years. You would think. You would think. <laughs> when you're on a team that's three and nine. No, I think when you're on a crappy team, it's like, okay, really? let's just make it through the year now. Especially when uh, the general manager's gone about the business of uh, doing the worst he can as, as far as the club, you know, saving all the money he could. Yeah. Trading away all the players. If I'm Brisker and Gordon, why the hell would I want to play? I don't think young guys think that way, do you? I understand, but hopefully some veteran is coming up to them and telling them, hey, don't come back too early here. There's no bravery. That check's still going to show up on Tuesday. Let everybody else play. Let them take the knocks in the, in, the, in the battles. Watch the film. Take a look at it. Maybe try to learn from that way. If I was a veteran, I'd be telling the guy that. Well, I would hope that uh, they don't do that. Uh, no blue well, flu. Why I not? Mean. I need him healthy next year. Well, I like them. Well, well, we've already, like all right, so. now I'm not, being a realist now. I'd we've like already thrown play. this game in the garbage. We've thrown this might the be season in the garbage. We've already done that. 
This season is a garbage season. It's in the garbage well, now. It's part of a rebuilding. It wasn't process. in the garbage early, but it is. It's in the garbage season. So why would I risk the health of uh, of two guys that? Uh, well, what if they get a second concussion? Well, why would you say that about Fields coming back? Though you, you're well, a proponent of Fields coming I'm a back. Proponent of, I'm a proponent of him coming back because he needs to see and feel. Well, there's only so much he can get. No, Tyler Gordon can no. Use some help. The quarterback. The quarterback needs to be out there to see and feel it. The quarterback does. Okay. But those two other guys, and again, I'm not telling you to miss the rest of the season. I'm telling them to buy themselves an extra week. week. Yeah, get yourself an extra week. Why not? You deserve it, kids. This game uh, could be ugly. I, I don't know if... Look, when, when, it, when it comes to the Packers, there's always... Uh, it's always, I think, ramped up a little bit more to the fact where you'd really like to see... The, the, the Bears win so infrequently yeah, against that's true. Green Bay, you know, when they play Green Bay. So it would be nice, but, I, I you know... Aren't we all sort of resigned to, with all the injuries they do have, and you're probably not going to have Justin Fields on the field this weekend. Like, it's going to be another one of those where I'm not sure how easy it's going to be to get up to even watch much of that game. And it's weird to say that about a Bears-Packers game, but come on, 3-9 and nine versus 4-8, and eight, Fields probably isn't going to play, and you're beat half to hell. Without him... There's just not much to watch right now with this team. There's not much to be excited about. In big picture, like, I'm cool with that. I, I get why this is happening. You know, you, you went about the business of hiring new people, and they looked well, at your roster yeah. and said, well, we stink. we got to rebuild it. So this is the byproduct of that. You're going to be a bad football team. You might not be a great football team next year. You hope in year three well, it finally starts I'm, to I'm, bear some fruit. I, at the beginning of the year, everybody thinks they can win. Okay, I'm sure players always think three that. games yeah. in, you're two and one. You still yeah. think, hey, we surprised some people. Blah 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 yeah. blah 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 blah. Okay, yeah. right? Yeah. Since that time, you were two and one. You've gone one and eight. Uh, yeah, that's right. So at some point, when you're competitive and you're still losing, competitive and still losing, you come to the realization that we're having one of those years. Right. That doesn't happen September seventh. Mm-hmm. That happens November fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, that's 1st. when you. Yeah, that's <laughs> when you go tomorrow. All right, this sucks much worse than we thought. We got five games. It tomorrow. might suck if yeah. things all worked out well. We'd have been okay. We'd have been five hundred. We'd have been a competitive team. This thing now sucks, and everybody who's out there is cheering that we don't win another game, so we can go ahead and draft as high as we possibly can. Right. That's when the reality comes crashing down upon you. Right. So these last six for a team that is a dead team walking, they're nothing. Uh, then the, nothing. Bears have five left. Yeah, yeah whatever. Five, five, six, five games 12, left. whatever they got left. Six weeks, five games. Yep. Nothing. They mean nothing to the Bears. Zero. Uh, especially when Justin's not playing. I'm telling you, I just, I think it's going to, I think yeah. it's hard to muster up much of an effort to like get excited about it. Now, if you're going to the game and you're going to go tailgate and you'll do your normal thing and you know, get a little bit uh, exhilarated maybe on game day. But honestly, I could give you like, Five things, sporting-wise, that I'm more excited about this weekend than Bears-Packers. All right, let me see if I can guess them. Go ahead. Yeah, U.S. soccer game at 9 a.m. Sunday morning or Saturday morning. 100%. Okay, that's one thing you're more excited about. Uh, The college football tilt. Totally. Okay, I'll give you the games. Friday night's game between USC and Utah. That's a big one. Black already has his... A Trojans gear on. He's going to wear it the rest of the week. I'm, I'm not sure. surprised. His team's in that the. That was fu- the plan. Yeah, well, it should be. His team's yeah. in the four right now. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This guy stays Ooh. strapped in a Trojan. Well, that's true. Who's fight on? Who's USC's? Ribbed. Who's USC's one loss to this year, Yurko? Hmm. Utah hmm. by a point hmm. at the buzzer when Utah went for two. It was a phenomenal game. Phenomenal in great October. Game. Phenomenal. 
It's a great game. That's the one loss by a single point. Right. So now, USA Soccer on Saturday. Yeah. Utah USC Friday night. That's two. Keep going. Uh, then we got the big tilt. Which one? The big one. <laughs> I got to be honest. Just in the big tilt. Yeah, come on. It, it's probably, I, I know we're in big, big tech big country. Tilt. I don't think it's Michigan Purdue. I No, it's definitely no, not. It's, not. it's uh, Kansas TCU at 11 a.m. Kansas TCU on Saturday. It's a big right one. Right after the soccer game. I you, mean, you, you can't even get a drink. From the U.S., A, hopefully they win, right. rolling into TCU and Kansas Big State. Big game today, too, for U.S. If Poland and Argentina draw or Poland wins, their side of the, the uh, bracket gets a lot easier. Get, because Argentina would be I out. walk in today, yeah. and Abdallah's painting a picture to get to the final four. What are you doing? Excitable boy over here. Jeez. What are you doing? So he's cheering for Poland today? I believe. I believe that we will... He's cheering for a tie. Oh, yeah, I want to draw. Oh, a draw is the yeah. best thing for them? I think so. I for the United again. States. Yeah, yeah. What ha- what is you what does Argentina have to do? I've got the Argentina six to one ticket. What a, a win and they're good, right? Yeah, win they're, they're in. But a draw is bad. Is that what Abdal's telling me? I think they're still in with a draw, but their oh. seeding gets Oh, yeah. okay. Because they right. lost. They did lose. They lost their first game. Yeah. So, so they, they got three Saudi points. Arabia. So yeah. they're either a winner or points. a draw and they should be through. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Because that game's coming on at one. And they I both do are. The only other side besides the U.S. that I have a rooting interest in is Argentina at this point. So I do want yeah. Argentina to advance. Did the Socceroos win today? Uh, Australia? Australia, I think, yeah, did, did they Australia tie won. or they no, won out? I think they, they won. won. They won one. So one they're, they're through. Yeah. How about that? So, all right. We've That's na- we've, we've we've uh We've come up with three games that I'm more excited about. I could probably give you... Clemson, North Carolina? Nah, not really. Yeah, that's Although, not doing it for me. LSU, the kid, Georgia? The kid at North Carolina. No, because I think Drake Georgia... Knight. I think Georgia might... Why The kid at North Carolina is fun to watch. Yeah. He'll, he'll uh, be your Drake Heisman. He'll be, it'll be Caleb Williams and Drake May as the Heisman uh, favorites next year. Oh, and yeah. also the top two kids when you're talking about for draft. draft conversation, even though Drake May will have an additional year because right. it's a redshirt freshman year, but... Right. Yeah, those are going to be the two top quarterbacks next yes, season. Absolutely, Georgia's an eighteen and a half point yeah, favorite. An eighteen over and a half point favorite. Like I don't, uh, I don't Michigan know. is a sixteen and a half yeah. point favorite against Purdue. Neither of those games really. Nah, not so much. How about Kansas City and uh, the Bengals? Oh yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, that's going to be Joe a big Burrow game. versus Mahomes, the yeah. rematch of the AFC title game last year. That's a huge. One. You, like I don't care how if the, the guy who big dresses one. up as the bear. Can't be more excited about Bears Packers than that game, can he? You, you know would, the guy with the go not. get up and yeah. the paws and arr, arr, uh, look at me. That, like, that guy can't be more excited for yeah. Bears Packers over well, that game, the, can he? Be? Like, I mean, the problem is the noon slate's not great of games. Like Minnesota and the, and the Jets are decent. That's kind of interesting. Okay, the Titans and the Eagles is decent, but other than that, I don't know. I'm just I'm just telling you. By by the midway point of the third quarter this last Sunday, come on, tell me everybody wasn't like, oh boy, all right, well, let's maybe put the, the Bears on TV too. Uh, let me stream it on my iPad. I'll put the Red Zone channel up on the big screen right now. I mean, that, I have a feeling. It was definitely not a, Chris said this yesterday, yeah. it's definitely not a let's wait and, until a commercial to go to the bathroom. It's like, if I got to go, I'm just getting of up. Of course. Like, I need more, I need something else to drink, I'm just getting yeah, up. Yeah, like, what yeah, am I going to miss? What were you going to miss? And my fear is that that's this Sunday, too, and any subsequent Sunday in which Justin Fields does not play. He's the reason to watch right now. They are rebuilding. They are a bad football team. I don't sit down every Sunday and outwardly cheer for the Bears to lose. 
But I'm also like in a pragmatic enough, I guess, in a sense, to know when the game is over. Okay. The season's over. Yeah, it's not the end of the world because there are bigger fish to fry down the road, I guess you'd say. You know, I'm get, I'm using all the different analogies. You've now. got them out there. I, maybe I just like I, I I think I can I think both can be true. I don't necessarily have to sit down and hope for them to lose, but I can also step back when they do and realize this was kind of part of the plan. And and it's it's okay as long as they don't flub it from here. Draft well. Sign some free agents. Be smart about it. Draft well. You must draft well if it's all going to work. December and January mean nothing for the Bears. It's going to be a little tough. Now, luckily, there's other football that we get excited about. Thank right? God. I mean, of course. Yeah, college basketball's out there. And you love college hoops. Oh, boy, this which, Purdue team looks good. It still amazes me how much you love this college This Purdue basketball. team amazes me. Well, they give effort for 40 minutes, you know? And we're so the opposite sometimes, Yerk and me, yeah. like, and I think Yerko yeah. will never really sit down and watch too much college football, which is odd because he played in the NFL. Send me your played. best. And so in my send me your best. And, so here, and here's my attitude on basketball. I have that same exact attitude when watching basketball. So last except night, except for March Madness, well, except for March Madness, because that's fun. Last night, Illinois playing. Yeah, Illinois Syracuse, Syracuse, playing, Illinois right? Syracuse. Yeah, tied early, but not when not that late. game went to half. Yeah. I put on TNT. And the Doncic and the Warriors against Golden State and the Yurko, the Warriors were on against Dallas, and I didn't give the Illinois game a right, second not, thought because you watched Doncic play. And he's amazing. Of course, and he I is. watched the rest of that game until the end. Triple double, forty point triple double. I heard a stat in that game last night that, that stunned bl- you, blew stunned my you. mind, stunned you, stunned me, and yeah. it tells you how good Doncic is. I'll share it with you coming up. I know I mean, what it is. You know what it is? Yeah, you can share it with it, me, but share it with the audience. I will. I'll yeah. do it coming up. I was blown away. I, I started texting people. I'm like, can yeah. you believe this? The guy's so friggin'. I'm not surprised. Um, thoughts on how you're going to handle the rest of this bear season, from, especially from if a fields, Balkan country, especially if Fields doesn't play. Now, I think he'll be back after the bye. But maybe specifically to this matchup, even though it is the Packers, how much enthusiasm can you muster up for this? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Courtney in about fifteen twenty minutes. We'll take your calls coming up. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN One Thousand. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. Here's that stat, and I think Yurko knows where I'm going with it. I don't know why I was so surprised. I just was. I was sort of floored when I heard it towards the end of the TNT broadcast. I was watching the Mavs and the Warriors last night. It was a great game. Boy, the Warriors, not that they played terribly last night. It was a a back-and-forth game, but they've really struggled on the road this year to win games, close out games. Uh, Luka and the Mavs won. Uh, Luka had a 40 point triple double with 41 in the game something like that believe, Luka had last yeah night. i believe so but this this I, they flashed it up on the screen i was like what he is now tied with dirk Nowitzki for the most 40 plus point games in dallas mavericks franchise history i believe it's aguire dirk and luca right i think mark aguire also had 20 such yep. games you might be right he's got 20 of them already he's 23 i mean like he's tied with dirk yes Who's one of the great, you know, scorers in the NBA in his prime? Who's the probably the greatest European-born player to ever play in the NBA? Luca is going to pass him someday. Giannis too. Giannis and Luca are going to duke it out for who's the greatest European-born player. Right. They're going to take them the torch. Yeah, Giannis has got an NBA ring right now. That's oh yeah, advantage I mean, Giannis. The, the two of them, but Luca's just incredible. 
And he's already got as many 40-point games as Dirk Nowitzki had in his entire career. Luka's 23. He's averaging 33 a game. He's a young man. He's so good. He is so much fun to watch. He's so smart offensively. I mean, he really is. And I know a few of us picked him to be the MVP this year. I did. Black did. Did you pick him to be MVP? I don't remember offhand. I've got my notes here, though. Yes. On my phone. Uh, you know how excited I am when it comes to this. We, we might have all NBA agreed on basketball. That I think stuff. about it. We might have all been like, "Yeah, Luke is a solid choice this year for MVPs." He was a little bit more committed in the off season. That was one of the big storylines, and well, it's showing. That's because he's playing Euro. He was playing Euro. He, he is just he's, right. They had the European Championships this summer. Well, they did. You're right. I think he just finally somebody got to him. You know, he's he's a little bit older now, and somebody must have gotten him. Like, dude, don't spend the summer. Yacht, taking hits from the week. ball yeah, and yacht, yacht week. week and up and down the Adriatic coast, like drinking sweet tea and boozing. Like if you were to take your health and fitness a little serious, even though you're still a young man, like think about how much better you'd be. And I think somebody maybe finally got to him and he was a little bit more committed to the offseason regiment. And it doesn't look like he's ramping up for the first time in his career. He just came out balls of the wall, ready to go. And he's been incredible. He's averaging nearly a triple-double. He's averaging 33.5 points a game. Beautiful. He leads the NBA in scoring. Love he's it. just amazing. So, anyway, that was that stat I heard, and I was pretty uh, impressed by it, and I'm always impressed watching him. And He comes to the UC next weekend, I think. I think Dallas is here next Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. So, there's a good reason to get out and maybe go see a Bulls game here. Remember, there used to be a time when they advertised, just come watch the other players. Yeah, Kids can play. <laughs> the kids can play. Unfortunately, the kids on the other team now. <laughs> That was a that was an ad campaign twenty years ago when I covered the Bulls. Remember like, the well, stupidity. we're not good, so the come watch the other guys. Bulls came out and made Eddie Curdy two and Tyson oh, Chandler three. Don't start. So it was twenty three on on the schedule. Don't start. Just like you oh remember boy. that? Yeah, I remember it. Of course, I remember. No, no, no lofty expectations, yeah. guys. You're you're both eighteen. The best moment from that era of Bulls basketball was I remember Curry in the post playing defense. And somehow, because of the uh, offensive player bodying Curry, his headband got knocked in front of his eyes. So instead of playing defense, he he took both hands to move the headband off of his eyes back to his forehead. Meanwhile, the offensive player is slam dunking it. And it was just a complete disaster with those two young players. And Tyson Chandler turned into a very good, solid player for a long time. But to roll out two high schoolers, and in the way it took place, oh, that was just so well, pathetic. I mean, you traded Elton, yeah, you know, for one of them. You drafted one, you traded Elton for one. Uh, it was a nightmare. I mean, and listen, I covered those teams. I, I it here's was the one thing I loved. I went, I went to a Bulls game. Now that's rarity in itself. When was this? You talking back then, or when Eddie it? Curry was still on the, was on the team? And I'm watching Eddie warm up. Oh, his shoes weren't even tied. Terrible. Pre-game warm-ups, right? Everybody's against everybody. His shoes aren't tied. They're untied. No. And he's warming up on the court with, with his shoes untied. You're not really working. I'm like, what in the <laughs> hell is going on here? It was bad. It was bad from the word yeah, go. Yeah, it's uh, like, come on. I mean, the optics are terrible. I know. Maybe there was a reason. Like, uh, you didn't want his big feet wrapped up that early. I don't know. <sighs> All I know is that his shoes were untied. and it, it looked terrible. It was ugly. Terrible. So, you know, as, as frustrating as the Bulls can be now, at least it's a lot better than back then. Because it was not fun back then. Um, all right, calls and thoughts on Bears, Packers. Uh, can you can you muster up any level of enthusiasm for this? I, th- I honestly, I think it's going to be a little tough. Uh, the Bears are bad. They're beat half to hell. Field's probably not going to play. They're still calling him day to day. They're saying he's going to be limited at practice today. Don's in Homer Glen. What's going on, Don? 
Hey, how you doing? Enjoy your show, guys. Thanks. Really do listen to it. Uh, as far as Yurko's comment about like hanging up your spikes for the rest of the season or whatever, you know, if, if you really aren't into it, don't those guys get uh, an incentive for uh, being on the game day roster and stuff? Uh, play, I think it's playtime. I think playtime, they might have a bonus. Rookies get a performance yeah. bonus over the course of the season. If they perform above a certain level, depending upon where they were drafted, they're eligible for a, uh, a bonus pool. Um, yeah, but I mean, listen, it's not like they're not hurt or there's not a problem. They're in concussion protocol. I'm right, not telling right. a perfectly 100% healthy guy to go ahead and fake like he has a concussion. I'm no, just no, saying no. if you've got the symptoms already, just say to keep saying what you need to say. Oh, I no, see. I got a buddy. You know, I, got a, I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you. You're right. No, go ahead. I, mean, go ahead. I, I, I agree. But, uh, yeah, I got a buddy who's some place for the uh, Jets, as a matter of fact. Oh, nice. Trader. Uh, Dan Feeney's from uh, yeah. Sandberg High School yep. out here in Orland. His old, his old man and I were uh, recently retired uh, 597 fitters. <laughs> oh, nice. Good job. The best part but of that, Dan, is that uh, you're recently retired, living the sweet life, my friend. Oh, yeah. Listen to you idiots all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought I read in the, yeah, of course, they put everybody's contract on the internet. I thought there was like, he had like a $60,000 incentive to be yeah. like game time ready or whatever right. the term they use. You yeah, know, no, I think that. I think you're right. And like Yurko was saying, there's definitely performance level bonuses or playtime level bonuses that that uh, right. guy's going to do. thanks, buddy. But we they introduced the a system where if you, you know, you get drafted and you outperform where you were picked and, you know, with how much you played also that you can collect from a pool at the end of the year. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's totally different. That doesn't even have to do with anybody's individual contract. Really? Yeah. I mean, I had bonuses. My contract that called for me to get uh, bonuses if I got sacks, Um, you know, depending if I was first, second, or third in the defensive line with sacks. I ended up third one year, and they ended up paying me 75 k for being third in sacks. I said, if I'm third with this team in sacks, I should get (laughs) 750000 You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's going to be the surprise of all surprises. Oh, sure. Reggie White being first in sacks, you guys are giving him half a million dollars. I mean, come on. I go, why don't you just put in his contract? I go, if I end up beating Reggie with sacks, I'm the guy that should be getting 500000 But you still probably yeah, were pretty happy to get that check. Oh, jumping for joy. Playtime check, too, down in uh, in Jacksonville. I got a nice uh, a bonus for playing 40% of the downs. And I, I knew where I was at. I knew how many I needed. Not like you got now with Pro Football Reference. Right, where it tells I you. had to keep track individually. Really? Because I wanted to, I wanted to chase so this like, one down. Did your agents do that for you guys no. back then? No. Really? No. So you... <laughs> in 1993, how many computers did you know of that oh, were doing yeah. football statistical oh, analysis? Amazing. Wait a minute. You're telling me that your agency wouldn't do that? That you were literally... Uh, agency. I had an agent. Well, okay. It wasn't an agency. But, but <laughs> I mean, then, like, you had to track yeah. your snaps? I and... tracked my snaps the whole way down against the Minnesota Vikings. We got killed up there. That's amazing. I got to the point where I was probably going to only need to get about 15 to 20 plays. I almost got ejected in Pittsburgh. I went after Courtney Hawkins <laughs> because he went after one of our guys. I almost got ejected, oh, right? So... I didn't. I ended up playing. And then uh, who's one of the guys that was on our team? I, number 96 was playing with us down in Minnesota. I mean, down in Jacksonville. Exactly. And he looked at me. He goes, Yerk, he goes, you still need that bonus? He goes, yeah. He goes, oh, I'll tell him I got to go out of the game. So he That's left amazing. And kept me on the field. I'm in the fourth quarter. We're down 52-10. What the hell is Yerko still doing in there? 
Jason playtime bonuses. This is, uh, I thought I've heard all the Yurko stories. I don't think I've ever heard I'm that I'm surprised one. they didn't bench me against Pittsburgh in the final game of the year. Do you think they knew? Did they have somebody? They keep track of keep track? everything. Yeah. They knew who was close and who wasn't close. Right, right. And if you, if, say I missed my three plays, they were going to come pat me on the shoulder and say, hey, we're going to give it to you. They wouldn't do that? No, 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 no. But at the same time, wouldn't a guy like Coughlin be like, hey, our guy deserves. No, it wouldn't be Coughlin's choice. It would be somebody It would above. be the Michael Hugh was the general uh, manager at the time. It would be his choice. It because be like, you think Coughlin choice. would look at someone, he loved you, he, yeah. he appreciated what you brought. He'd be like, listen, we, we, we want Yurko to make his bonus. But the you. great thing with Tom is, if you made it by uh, you know the, the final play, Tom's like absolutely 100% fantastic. If you don't make it, you don't get nothing from Tom. Being close doesn't do anything for him. Really? And you knew that. Hmm. Wow. Being one play shy doesn't yeah. mean anything. No? It means you're one play in, in shy. Book, you're... It means you're 39 point something percent. You're not that's, at 40 percent. That's amazing. Yeah. Brandon's at Fort Campbell. What's up, Brandon? Hey, Comrade Jericho. I got one positive outlook for Sunday against the Bears and one question, if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, shoot. Well, the first positive outlook is let's look at the development for Jack Sanborn. Let's keep him out there and get him out there and get some more reps. That's the one who I think is going to be important for next yeah, year. Yeah. So that's positive to look at. All right. Agreed. We'll take a positive. Yeah. yeah, always positive over here at Fort Campbell. <laughs> but uh, but my question is, if y'all are the GM, obviously we're going to have a top five pick next year. What position do you guys take in the draft? Oof. Right, well, if we, if we trade, if you stay at two, you're taking the kid from Alabama that's the pass rusher. Will Anderson? Yes. If you're staying at two, you're taking Will Anderson. If you trade down, I think you end up with an offensive tackle mm-hmm. okay, or a wide receiver. And I think that those are the two areas you concentrate on if you trade down. Mm-hmm. Offensive tackle, wide receiver. And then you try to address the pass rush with a little bit somebody later on. We're going to have a lot of time in the offseason to debate and discuss that. 312-332-3776 is the number if you want to ring us up. Courtney Cronin gives us the full update from Hallis Hall coming up next. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. What do you think of when you hear this music? I think of one movie. And one movie only. I can't place it. It's got a real handsome son of a bitch in it, too. It's Bradley Cooper. What's the movie he did with De Niro where he pops the pills and he becomes... What was that one called? Dude? Oh, I forget that one. Do you one. remember yeah. that one? Yeah, I never saw That's that one. That's the music that he's... What's it called, Adam? Limitless. 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 I like it. It's a pretty good movie. I've seen it, you know, maybe only a handful of times. It's always entertaining, but he's popping the pills. And he becomes uber smart and uber efficient. And have not yeah. seen that one yet. You, know, you never saw no. that? Yeah. Not bad. You should check it out. Here's different music. What about this? What do you think of it? There's only one thing. Chicago Bears medical unit. <laughs> the 4077. Mash. Hot Lips. Houlihan. Hot Lips. Houlihan, baby. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Uh, 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 which colonel did you like more, the first one or the second one? Uh, colonel Potter. Colonel Potter, right? He was the colonel was the Potter first one. Was the first one. First one, Colonel Potter, and then there was the second one. Yeah, I forget his. I name. can't remember the second one. Name. I don't remember it either. Can you guys freshen up this reference for us younger folk? In the yeah, this is Mash Four O Double Seven Seven. Forty-year-old reference. Yeah, can you freshen it up? Well, they but made, they this made is for the Bears. Yeah, they made a movie. And then the movie was successful. They made a TV show. Right. And it was one of the most successful TV shows of the 70s and early 80s. At its time, when it went off the air in the early 80s, I think it was the most watched 
TV episode finale. in history. Yeah, the finale was the most watched. Yeah, like the most watched TV uh, show and ever. Because the Bears are so injured and basically have their own mass unit walking around up at Hal's Hall, we decided to bring Courtney Cronin in yeah. with the beautiful sounds of Suicide is Painless, which is the theme of MASH. Courtney joins us every Wednesday. She is at Courtney R. Cronin on Twitter. Follow her for all of her great stuff there. Read her uh, stuff. She's got a great article about Justin Fields and his battle as a young adult into, uh, you know, sort of young adult into uh, where he is now battling and dealing with epilepsy. That You can read that at uh, ESPN.com, so make sure you check it out. Um, yes, that's a little bit of an antiquated reference, perhaps, Courtney, with uh, the MASH unit there, but in a month's time, they went from healthy to Beat half to hell. That's the way this league can be sometimes. It's cruel. And uh, they just don't have a lot of healthy players right now. And I don't know that they're getting any healthier, are they? No. And, I mean, it's week 13. Nobody's 100% right now. And to expect that Justin Fields will be back at 100% if he gives himself another week of the bye week that's coming up in week 14, I think he'll be closer to, quote, unquote, full health. But I still think that it's this point of the season, it's December pretty much, Everybody's dealing with something. So even he said, you know, so few players are currently uh, at 100% right now, and which is why you've seen, you know, today what the plan for Fields is going to be when they're in the indoor. He'll be limited in practice. He said he's feeling better than he did last Wednesday, but he's still working through this. He's not completely healed of a separated shoulder that happened less than two weeks ago. And on top of that, you don't have Trevor Simeon because he's dealing with that oblique injury. And then they signed Tim Boyle off of Detroit's practice squad. Um, their their you know their depth is taking a hit on top of what we saw yesterday with Eddie Jackson going to IR with Liz Frank and Darnell Mooney with the ankle injury. It's going to require surgery. Like this is this is tough for a team that's three and nine right now because you're 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 trying to scrape by here. It is a good opportunity for some guys that have been waiting their turn to get a bigger opportunity. Um, but it's tough. I mean, nonetheless, like there's no way to like shine it. Um, this is not a great look for a team that has, you know, really struggled this year to lose some of their best players and, and have to, you know, field the, the next five games with players who are backups. Yeah, backups. That's the best way to put it. Uh, I mean, backups at every level of this defense, and it's why this defense over the last month has just been – you want to talk about a sieve. I mean, some of the numbers, uh, especially when you dive into the advanced analytics, um, and I've brought it up with Yurko a few times – in terms of EPA per play, they are so far and away worse than any other team in the league over the last month. It is staggering that there could ever be that big of a gap between where the Bears are in 32nd place to the team, the Las Vegas Raiders, in 31st place. It's just backups at every level, and they're not getting any healthier. Um, how about the quarterback situation a little bit more specifically? Like, First of all, how does how does a quarterback injure an oblique in warmups? Like that's an odd thing to have happen, isn't it? Well, I mean, if you think about it, it is part of your throwing motion. So it was something that Trevor Simeon said he had to play through. He felt that he, mm-hmm. you know, he was embarrassed about it because he's got Justin Fields, who's you know chomping <laughs> at the bit to play, and is a you know has played through far worse. And he's looking around at his other teammates who are injured, and this guy strains his oblique and in warmups. It's not a great. I understand where he was coming from with that, but sure. and I can also see like how something like that happens. Like it is your throwing motion that would, you know, all the torquing and twisting that you do. We didn't find out like specifically like, it, but it sounds like for him, he felt something, and it wasn't getting any better. Even when he went into the trainer's room, and he didn't get an injection, he said he took medicine. Mm. So, and we don't exactly know what that is. That's like a pain. I would imagine it's a painkiller of sorts uh, to try to 
play through it. And he did. And I think he did, you know, okay at that. But it's, I mean, I think the safe bet right now, given what this team knows about Justin Fields and the future of Justin Fields, to expect that he'll sit this week. Because, yes, it's a pain management thing and a pain tolerance, but at some point, you can be the toughest guy in the world if you can't play through it. If it's affecting your mechanics, just like the ability to, to operate as a quarterback, you're not helping your team. You're hindering your team. And they have to weigh that. And, and I know he has to weigh that, too, which is why he's talking about, you know, when it comes to the Green Bay game this week, like, is he progressing through the week expecting to start? He said it just depends what he can do at practice. So it's a good sign that he said he felt feels better today than he did last Wednesday in time and you know, whatever therapy he's going through uh, and sort of rehab off the field is good. But I still think that this is the smart thing here to do is the is play for the long game because they do have the bye coming up next week. Rife and Borum, both of them played the right tackle position. Neither one played it well. What are they going well with? Well, what are they going to go with this week? Well, those are two injuries. And I know Reef is kind of in the day-to-day category. It didn't, we don't really know with Larry Borum, given some of the ambiguity on the you know, what Matt Eberflew said on Monday about him, but it does sound like Alex Leatherwood, you know, is in line to play that position. Finally. And so, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's taken long enough, but here's your window. You know what I mean? Yep. Like if you're the bears, you have no other choice. Yep. Like I don't think you go to Michael Schofield in that, it, it, that would be short sighted because again, I, I don't know how many times I have to say this, mm-hmm. how much money they had to spend when they claimed him when they didn't have to do that, but they picked up guarantees about $6 million in guarantees. If you're going to do that, then you might as well play the guy right now to see what you have in him because it's no love lost if it doesn't work out. Yeah, it's an expensive mistake, but you can't have a guy like that who was a former first-round pick who played over a 1,000 snaps as a rookie in Vegas um, just sitting on your bench and not giving him every opportunity to play. And there's been times, especially this last week, where he was a healthy scratch. Um, they, they need to see what he can do. And Matt Eberflew said that you know in practice he's playing inside and outside and so he's got the position flexibility and the versatility to do that. But I think him slating, you know, slotting him in at right tackle is probably the safest bet just to be able to make sure that you can get some return on your investment and at least see if it reaches up to any potential that you expected. Totally 100% agree. I, I can't imagine if they don't finally use this as an opportunity. You got five games, assuming he doesn't get hurt how you can't let him go out there and play every one of those games, Courtney. I, I just No, I agree. And I mean there's it's a tough situation because of so much how much shuffling they had to do on the offensive line this year and you know, injuries that are that were just like tough ones with Lucas Patrick. I mean you never got to see how he panned right. out. And I don't know I mean he signed a two year contract with the Bears. So I would imagine, you know, it's tough for him for this being a season ending toe injury. He'll come back next year. But there was potential there that wasn't realized. There's potential in um, Alex Leatherwood that has not yet to be realized. So you really have nothing to lose here mm-hmm. and only you know things to gain by starting him this weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else we should know, Courtney? You know, I just think it's tough right now because this team is so injury depleted. The one thing with that, like a little bit of news is that we don't know if Eddie Jackson's going to have to have surgery or not on the Liz Frank injury that he has. But they did make a couple signings yesterday to the active roster in the practice squad. There's been, you know, just a lot of shuffling with this roster. And it's tough because they're going to have to go into the next five weeks of the season with a roster that's depleted, not only in terms of injury, but it's a lack of talent, too. And if you thought that that was pretty strong before, it's not going to look that much better now. But 
there there were some things that Justin Fields said and Matt Eberflus said just about what they want him to do to develop as a passer yeah. these next couple weeks. And really, I think that that all starts the Philly game and then on. But you have four games to evaluate him in that role. And, you know, that's, that's what they need to do because yeah. he has so much success running it. And he said all quarterbacks want to be, you know, known as like throwing quarterbacks. And, you know, he's obviously going to be, say, he's willing to do whatever to put points on the board for his team. But there's a lot that we can learn from Justin Fields once he's in the game and being able to maybe dial back on some of those design runs that they had had called so many of the last couple weeks and now give him an opportunity to work on another form of his skill set. But I personally don't believe that that comes until week 15. All right, Courtney, we appreciate the update. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Talk to you next week. Courtney's brought to you by ETI School of Skilled Trades. That's the Bears right now. And uh, I, I had a feeling Colonel Potter was the second. Merck texted. Pot, uh, Henry, Colonel Blake was the first one. Oh, then Colonel, Colonel Blake. Potter. I got you. Yes, yes. yes Thank you. It was Radar and Hot Lips Houlihan yeah. and Frank and Jamie Hawkeye. Farr. What was Jamie Farr's character? Jamie Farr was. Um, he played a crossdresser. Klinger. Colonel. Colonel Klinger. Uh, corporal. He wasn't a colonel. Was, was he, he a corporal? He was a corporal. Corporal yeah. Klinger. He wasn't a colonel. Uh, that was Colonel Klinger. What does three up and three down mean to you? And Ray- end of an inning. <laughs> And Black and Abdallah, movie. who aren't as young uh, as everybody thinks, but even they're like shaking their head, like, "Wait, what?" Are no, these I mean, old, I, I'm what are aware these old men talking about? I'm Lot just, I'm just worried of the Jake Cantus oh, and the Charlie Bevins of the, of the staff. Tyler? Can you imagine Tyler? No, Tyler Tyler head is, know his head's exploding no. right now. I, so, this was one of the few shows we got in English when I lived overseas. Oh, there so you go. I watched a lot of Mash. So you knew it. Yeah. So you guys, you're not as young as everybody. Thinks. And we, so we've heard the trivia question before. It's the most watched finale in history until Seinfeld came along. I think like Cheers beat it and then Seinfeld beat it, right? right? Or something yeah. like that? I, I, I well, the, the who, shot, who Shot JR? Yeah, 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 most watched yeah. episode. Well, was the you, Who Shot JR? Good call. Then Hanger. Cheers. And then, yeah. Which I would assume most younger people only know that reference based on The Simpsons. You're probably right about Who shot that. Mr. Burns? Who shot Mr. Burns. That's probably the only way they would even yeah. be able to piece that together. Good call. Uh, all right, when we come back, we'll play some of that Justin Fields that Courtney was alluding to. He was pretty brief with the media today. He's like, he doesn't want to ask, answer too many questions right now. He wants to play, and he probably knows he's not going to be able to play again this week. So he was kind of, um, I don't want to say curt, I guess, but he was brief with the media. We'll play that exchange for you coming up. 312-332-ESPN. It's Carmen in York. We'll be right back. Carmen and Yurko. Follow at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64 on Twitter. On ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Today, Yurko, as you may or may not know, is the start of the World Series. Oh, no, it's not. It is the uh, last day of November. That means tomorrow is December 1st. And what have we been looking forward to on December 1st? On December 1st, it's uh, International Meat Mystery Man Day, no? Meat, like M-E-E-T? Meat no. Meat or M-E-A-T? M-E-A-T. I wasn't sure. Like, we can yeah. spin the wheel of meat like Johnny B used to do yes. with Piranha Man? Yes. You have won 10 pounds of hard salami. Yeah. Uh, no, tomorrow is the, the release of our few spirits barrel picks. Oh, uh, that's right. Tomorrow's the big shindig over at Benny's Lincoln Park. Anybody can come by. Black and Abdallah will be there doing their show live 6 to 8. And the whole station will be there. Right, and you get to vote. You get to vote. You get to taste all of our picks, all of our single barrel picks that we did. Our pick, Black and Abdallah's pick, Cap and Hoodie, Waddle and Sylvie. We're all going to be there 6 to 8. They're going to have some food. And for the first time, these bottles will be on sale to the public. So you can taste 
you can vote. And if you like a few, buy them for yourselves, buy them as holiday gifts. But do your holiday shopping at Binnie's with us tomorrow night, December 1st from 6 to 8. I've really been looking forward to this. It's going to be a great time. I revisited our pick, uh, Yerk, the other yep. day. And uh, just a little sip. I wanted to go back to it. And it's as good as I remember. And you're not wrong about uh, the rather pronounced cherry note that uh, I still get both on the nose and the palate. You revisited because you stole the bottle of it? How did you you get it? I do have some. When did you get the bottle? What's going on here? He's the bourbon. What is this? I get it. Whiskey Wednesday. I know people in high places. You got to remember, he's the bourbon guy. Right. The bourbon guy, yeah. you know, he walks out with more than we get to walk out with. That's the truth. <laughs> it's right. one of the fridge right. benefits. Just wait till we're tasting weed right. and who gets to walk out with what. Carmen's yeah, right. <laughs> never, Carmen's <laughs> never smoked. No, never. I've tried gummies a couple I, of so. times. But never smoked. You have tried gummies. I have. That's new though. Uh, within like the last year. That's a I, yeah. That's a revelation, I've Carmen. It, I've done it twice. Uh, What'd you think? I think I've chopped them up into such a small amount. It's done nothing. <laughs> Zetterman <laughs> laughed when I told him. <laughs> he goes, wait a minute. It's how much? And I I, I don't know. I'm going to get the numbers wrong now. What would the one ten, gummy listen, generally be, a, a Adam? 10 or five 20. Or five. Ten I think or 20. It's, so I think it's a five. And you cut it in half? I cut it into fours. Into fours? I cut it into fours. Would you share it with the family? Would you take a vitamin? And what are so, you doing? There you so, go, Gio. And so Danny's like, well, no kidding. You're not going to feel anything. He's like, yeah. just take the a whole ten. thing. Take a 10. No, I can't take a 10. Yeah, no, not for the first time. So Carm, this, I took a 25. A 25? You're, you're, came you're a to larger me. individual. He's wow. from Michigan. He's from Michigan. He's got a farm up there, and they make him up there. And he goes to me, Yerk, I, I saved this for you. And he gave it to me, and I took it. What? Well, and I don't do it a lot. Even though I'm a bigger fella, I agree that I can absorb it a little bit better than others. But that night, I was you at home. socks off? I was at home. I can hear my heart beating. I was just I, pr- I was praying to the big guy upstairs. Just let me make it to the morning. See, that's why I can't just do it. Just let me make it to the morning. I can't do it. I, and I'm but I've taken tens and gotten perfectly <laughs> I was, perfect. When I was off last week, it was like Monday. I took uh, a decent amount. It was like 15. Oh, my And all of a sudden, my, my wife walked into the living room. I'm just like giggling to myself. <laughs> She's like, really? Uh, really? I'm like, I it's mean- my day. I'd be out of my mind. I, Danny says I should just try the five at night one night. I got the kind that helps you sleep. That's when I went into the store and asked the guy specifically because I'm such a lousy sleeper. Yeah. And he had suggested this. And he said, you know, and Danny said, just take a whole five grams and see how you feel. I'm still a little scared. So I haven't done like the whole thing yet. I've only done it a couple times where I've sampled just a little bit. But, uh, eh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I will work my way up over this holiday season when, I, when I'm off to the the... The full well, take it about five. eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, right? And just see what that happens. That way, before you go to bed, you can feel you know you feel what the effects might be. Yes, and then just go lull to sleep, yeah. sleep but, like uh, a brick. I was saying, I, I did revisit our pick. I loved it. Uh, we all pick barrels. They're all going to be on sale. Come by and taste them with us tomorrow night. And again, Black and Abdallah are going to do their show live, so it's going to be a pretty fun. Do you guys want the uh, lead off spot tomorrow night? Everyone's going to be joining yeah, us we'll, on the show. Yeah. So uh, let's do right. At I'm not sure yeah. if you guys were uh, made aware of this, but uh, everyone's going to join the yeah. show to yeah, kind of talk about pump your, up your, your, and stuff? your your yeah. barrel. Of you got to brag about it a little. I, so you, do you guys want the lead off? Since yes. Mr. Whiskey is here, you got to take some Give us from the, the event. Can I suggest the, Give us the, the song of the night? Um, I don't know about that. That's a reach. One, you, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. That's not you, bad. You, you can uh, certainly uh, give a request. The, the song I, the night. Yeah, the request. I'm just like, I'm thinking something like for a theme for the night. Yeah, yeah that's no, no, I'm, I'm with you. The, the song totally. of the night tomorrow should be 
What do you think? Uh, just my humble I opinion. Think we've done whiskey in the jar by the time. Oh, I was going to yeah, say whiskey in the jar. We've done that. We've definitely done that. Whiskey in the jar. We've done like everybody's getting their Spotify wraps today because yeah. yeah. that's, that's coming out. Yeah. I'm going to put one out for Song of the Night to I see. I love it. And we've definitely done right. Metallica the most. Yeah. I guess I figured you guys probably maybe would have done that. It would have been perfect for tomorrow, but that's cool. Yeah. Here, you guys want to hear Fields real quick? We got this is brief. This is the exchange with uh, reporters here. Take a listen. Give us sort of a comparison. Last Wednesday to today, in terms of how you're feeling and where you're at and where the limitations are. Yeah, uh, I feel better than last Wednesday for sure. So, um, just, just feeling better each and every day. What, what what is still not there for you that, that you're still trying to get? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll figure out today at practice, and uh, you know, figure out what I can and cannot do. Are you proceeding through the week expecting to start on Sunday? Uh, it just depends on you know what I can do in practice and stuff like that. So again, it's my first. First day this week when I'm getting out on the field, so we'll see. No more after today. What could you do last week? Um, just basic stuff. Um, so again, we'll see. I feel better than last week, so we'll see how I feel this week and uh, after today's practice. Pretty brief, pretty short. Probably knows he's trending towards missing another game, and I'm sure he's actually chomping at the bit to get back out on the field. And he probably knows he's not going to play for another two weeks. So three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're back in two minutes.